able to know who you are in the room. Mm. You're able to know your presence and you're able to hold that presence. Whatever presence it is, whether it is um, you being confident in just, or you, you holding the room as someone that is just a researcher. Um, or just there to do the research stuff. Someone that's holding the room as being the speaker there to represent other people and speak for other people. Um, someone that is there in the room um, for many other ways, but just you holding your presence and knowing what your role is in the room and holding yourself um, in that room um, as, as best as you know how, as best as you can. My name is Mpiwe and you're tuned into another episode of The Real Tea on Self-Love. On today's episode, the conversation is all about self-confidence. Knowing that when you step into a room, you deserve to be in that room and owning your own space. In today's episode, I'm joined in conversation by one of my friends, Debo Lebea, who is a climate change activist. She is the Youth Programs Associate at the South African Institute of International Affairs. She's also part of the South African Youth Policy Committee. She's been to the United Nations Climate Change Summit, as well as the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. She's an avid advocate for climate change, and I am so excited to be having this conversation with her today. So please stay tuned and enjoy. How do you define confidence? Like, what's confidence for you? The funny thing about it is that I was actually just like sitting with it and Googling it now because remember when you even asked me um, to, to be a part of the, the podcast, I was like, and to speak on confidence. I was like, girl, I don't <laughs> think I have, like, what is confidence really? So from what I have, um, from what I've gauged and from what also you're also just talking about, I think confidence is being able to um, be in a room and hold down it and also just knowing yourself. Um, your true mm. self and by knowing your true self you're then able to hold down the room for me I really do try to like when I enter a room just you know be myself when I get there like everything that you just mm. said but sometimes it gets so hard when you're scared so how do you just like come overcome that fear like I don't it's sometimes like it's kind of also hard to explain why you're scared because you know what you're talking about and you know why you're there in that room and you know mm. you're supposed to be representing climate change or whatever it is that you're doing but it's also just like you're so scared and you feel like you're not supposed to be there but at the same time you know you're there for a reason so how do you just overcome you that know fear? you're worthy to be there mm. but it's also just like you're scared to stand in your own way I think as well well for me personally what I've what I've noticed and what I've seen is that as much as we always have that but it, it goes back to just the imposter syndrome we always think the negative as well we always think we're not good enough you know all of these things and you get into the room mm-hmm. and you just take up space you just there you do what you, you I don't know it's just the confidence comes from within where mm-hmm. um and I think it also goes back to just knowing who you are, knowing your worth, knowing what you're there to do. Um, I always speak of don't don't go into spaces where you just um, you, you don't know what you're there to do. Um, and I think one of the one of the things I love being about uh, one of the things I love being about being young, what a, blah. but yeah, <laughs> is that when you take up the room and you are you're there and you're owning the space, you have so much support um, as well from the people that are there because they understand as well to a certain degree how it is to be young and how it is to be in that space and starting off in that space. And 
they give you some sort of like that that support yeah. um, and even if they do you also are comforted in knowing what you're there to do you're comforted in knowing that what you're there to say and that um you have i think that confidence then just 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 comes in um yeah. and you are then you ease into it when you're done with saying everything you then just like yeah yeah, no, I didn't know that that was me. I didn't know I could do that. Because that confidence just, it's not even maybe just confidence. It's just like knowing yourself and just owning your space and just being like, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to say. And I sometimes need to step out of whatever zone I'm in, whatever comfortable zone I'm in, whatever space I'm in right now. Um, and I'm doing it for a greater good. Um, and I think that's maybe what has always motivated me. Like I always feel like at the beginning of my activism stuff, um, I'd always, every time people would push me into rooms and be like, you say something, you've got so much knowledge, just do this. And I'm like, guys, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> I'm so, and I remember I was in this place when I was like 19, 18, and imagine talking to people that are like very old. You're like, mm, but these people already know what I want to say. So what's the point of me saying it already? But I think yeah. over the years, I've just built on this thing of, I'm coming into the room with a unique space. So when you get into a room, you always find that you always just have this thing, this, this um, not discomfort per se, but you always just shine. And for me as a shy and anxious person, um, it, it's always a thing where I'm always going into a room maybe a bit shy, um, or even meetings that I have just a bit shy, a bit anxious, like not knowing what to gauge. But then when you get in there and you start talking, you never, like you see how the room just welcomes you. Mm. Um, and something that's been very important for me personally with just my advocacy journal, with my advocacy journey is when you enter a room, introduce yourself, start talking to the people, making a rapport with them. So that when you start then having to say something, having to make an intervention or just having to just be in the room itself, mm. you're more comforted because it's not strangers anymore. You're just like, I know you, we just had coffee outside and now we are good. <laughs> together, we're just chilling. It's just a lot more comforting. Exactly. And you just also feel so much at ease. So I think it's very important to, um, as especially as activists, advocates, when we're taking up space, it's very important for us also to also start to make connections with the people closest to us. Because I think we always, we need to, we are human beings. We rely on people and we need to rely on people. And um, it's good for us to then first and foremost start like introduce ourselves um, yeah. and, and get to know the room first. And I think that also makes you feel more confident than when you have to say something, even just having to sit someone very important, you're more confident because you're like, I know you, or I know the person that's next to you, I know the person that knows you. And so I, I can hold up my space um, really well because you're not as intimidating as you were before I didn't know you. When you feel like, especially in the policy space, when you feel like you've got much more backing, especially from young people, um, you're just like, okay, I'm in the, I'm, I'm saying the right things. I'm doing the right things. And I have the support um, and I'm speaking for much larger than me. And which is very important within the policy space is that you need to speak for more than just yourself. Um, and so when you have that, you're then able to maybe build your confidence a bit more and speak for someone other than you, but also you have like this, this support system um, this family that you never really had, yeah. um, but now you have, and they're just there to, they're just rooting you all the way. It was really nice to have that support system. And it just makes it easier for me to just say to myself, I deserve to do this and I should do this because I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for how many other young people, young people. who don't, yeah. yeah, 
who who aren't able to you know or who find that who think that they're not able to do it for themselves but then there's obviously other people who aren't part of the support system that we have um and when you're not part of that how do you then get into your own mind space to start thinking to yourself okay I deserve to be in this room so I'm going to be in this room confidently and I'm going to make sure that I own my space in this room when you're mm-hmm. when you don't have the support structure or maybe you come from a family that you know puts you down for your age how do you then still navigate going about knowing that you actually do deserve to be in those spaces I don't think there is no one that has no one like I, I, I hope that makes sense this is like the song that I used to love singing to my little sister all the time and it's everybody yeah. somebody's everything nobody's nothing exactly you see so I think that there there is no way that you're not going to have someone that believes in you and whether it is you're a teacher and you're in high school and you're a teacher whether it's your lecturer whether it's your best friend your best friend's aunt even if it's a far mm-hmm. distant thing like someone that you met at the shops saw you doing something and they're like hey actually really good you're going to have that um you're gonna have someone that's going to support you and believe in you Mm. all you have to do is maybe just like trust them um, and trust yourself and I think it also goes with a lot of introspection because as people I feel like there's stuff that we're passionate about all of us are passionate about something it's just that maybe sometimes it's more difficult to find our way into how do we then, what do we do with this passion of ours? That might be difficult for a lot of people, but we all are passionate about something. And it's listening to that voice that, listen, you've got got that passion, do something about it. But also um, as much as the support, the extent of support that we may have from people that might even just be strangers, um, it's also just then listening to that inner thing, that inner voice in you that's saying, you have you're passionate about climate change um what's what's happening around you regarding to climate change yeah. what meetings are being had what discussions what discussions are being had what um policy interventions are being had not even just even if you're not even engaged in policy you don't want to be engaged in policy but like what actions are people doing are people are people planting trees let's go do that. Let's go find more, like find out more about what's happening and let's just um, take part in that. And then doing that, I think as much as you do something, the more you do something that you love, the more as well, the more comfortable you become in that space and the more that your confidence as well increases. And you just want to do more of it and more of it. And you find yourself being in the exact place, the exact time where you're doing something that might be uncomfortable then, but your confidence or the confidence confidence that you've built up throughout that journey um then I don't know propels you to just being great and opening up that space that you are that you um find yourself in yeah and then you find yourself doing really really well you find yourself um doing what you are most passionate about advocating um for things that you believe in um and Mm. getting your voice heard within that space um, and sometimes you just reflect and be like, I don't know where that voice came from. I don't know where that came from, but it came <laughs> from somewhere. And you reflect, you'll you'll see it. But I think as well, as activists, as young people that are really, really engaged um, in a lot of things that we're passionate about, how often do we really sit with what we've, how far we've come and what we've done? 
And I think that's so important. We don't sit back and reflect and be like, wow, we actually did that. Almost just inspire ourselves to be like, I did that. Exactly. I can carry on going further and do even more. Exactly. But also you just see how how much confidence you've built throughout the whole journey. Like we don't, I don't think we reflect enough on how far we've, we've come as young people. And I also think that like, aside just from reflecting on how far we've come, which is very important. There's also, for me, I find that once I've named my passion and once I've like defined for myself what my passion is, I find it really hard to just sit and do nothing about it because Mm -hmm. it's maybe for like a month or two, I can do nothing. After a while, it's going to start gnawing at me and it's going to basically just do what it wants to do. How did you maybe overcome your imposter syndrome or overcome, or were you always just confident about what you wanted to do, where you wanted to be, or did you also then just have to cross that, that bridge? Um, I definitely had to cross that bridge. I think like still to this day, I still try and cross the bridge until I've just done it so many times that I've become confident about it. I think like for me starting off, I'll always, I normally do get very afraid when I'm in a room and I also just have that Mm -hmm. mindset of I actually don't think I deserve to be here I don't even know what I've done to deserve to be here I don't even know why I want to speak or like what's going on but then um I think it's also just because I'm one person who likes fear only because I like to face it and I like to prove myself wrong Mm. before like I try to prove other people wrong I so just try to prove that I actually do deserve to be here. There's a reason why I am here. And clearly, if I'm here, other people believe that I should be here. So why is it so hard Mm. for me to believe that I should be in that space? And then once I'm in that space, it's just a matter of proving my fears wrong and then proving all the like right things about why I should be there even more right. And then obviously when I sit back and just reflect and be like, wow, okay, I actually did do that. And it wasn't as Mm. easy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thinking back as well through like all of the stuff that I've been a part of Mm. and how I managed to then overcome that as well and build my self-confidence. And I don't think I can pinpoint to one. I just know that I've always been just pushed in rooms. And when you're pushed in rooms, at some point you don't have to say something. You can't just be a doormat and not say anything. And I think that's just maybe how I built my way through it is that yeah. how I overcame my, like, my issues is that, um, or how I built my confidence rather, is that I then was pushed in so many rooms. I sat in those rooms and at some point I'll just listen, then I'd reflect. And I think that's always something that I always t- tell people. And I'm always trying to break that barrier of being more confident that mm. just speak and you'll see whatever happens later. I'm just like, I'm always very curious about where, how, how do people... Um, get that get to a point I don't, so mm. for me I always feel like but what I said doesn't sound smart enough to be said in front of all these people and for me I do get like a lot of anxiety like I start shaking and I start like mm. panicking and like hyperventilating because I just feel like I don't know what I'm doing just doesn't seem like it's good enough like it's I don't sound smart enough. I don't sound like I actually do deserve and deserve to be. And I get very nervous to do certain things because for me, it's also just a matter of who do you think you are to be doing yeah. it. But how many, how many times after you've done that, have people been like, that was such a good thing. That was such a good intervention. And that anxiety that you had is now like, what? 
how why did I have this anxiety because everything just went well I think it's also something that I sit with a lot especially like <laughs> I also just need to build that but I think I'm working on it as well mm. but we all need to just build that confidence that as much as because I think I also personally just hate being redundant I hate it when someone says yes the tree is green and I'm gonna come back and be like yeah the tree is a different shade of green and some people just want to hear that <laughs> the tree is a different shade of green but I think it's, it's, I don't know, it's somehow that we need to, we honestly just need to overcome that. But I think as well, you're such a great person. You're such a great speaker. And that's why we always then will come back to you and be like, simply what you said makes sense. <laughs> Maybe you. you need that reassurance that what you said makes sense. Yeah. Just, just go say it to other people the same way you said it to us. And it doesn't mean you have to paraphrase in a certain way, you have to do whatever. Just what exactly what you said, just go say it to someone else. And I think I always find myself doing the same thing as well. Where mm. people also do that to me. I know how nerve-wracking it is. People always do that to me. And they're like, Dita, well, that was good. Why don't you just I, take You it always end up asking know? that question, guys, did I what I just said, did it make sense? Because you you don't know if it made sense. And for me, I'm very good at denying myself. Like I'm very good at mm. yes, everyone else can come and tell me, but since you were you made sense, you made sense, but then I'll sit back and be like, but did it though? Did I really like did it really make sense though? Where does that come from? I wonder. I think like why I, do we second guess ourselves? I think also just because I was speaking about this last time about um disapproving of yourself and then seeking that approval from another person or other people. But then the more you seek it from other people, the less you'll get it from yourself. And you'll never be happy until you actually start approving of yourself so I think it's also just a matter of we're not approving of ourselves for some strange reason we think we're not good enough we're not realizing the fact that we are actually as good as we think we are and we need to just stop disapproving of ourselves because the more we disapprove of ourselves the more we're going to deny how good we are and how much we deserve to be in certain spaces and I think sometimes and this is goes back to what I always say is that we need to be so, we need to be kind to ourselves like we're yeah. going through so much especially now in the pandemic guys everything has changed everything is just so crazy but we are not kind to ourselves we're pushing ourselves to do so much we're pushing ourselves to a boundary especially as young people we have so many young people doing great things like awesome awesome things and sometimes you just find yourself not even consciously mm. but you find yourself competing and thinking that but I can do that, but I want to do that. But I, you want to push yourself even more and more and more. But you're, you're, you're struggling at the same time. And it's just like, guys, take a step back and be kind to yourself. Don't, don't, don't push yourself. Don't doubt yourself. Just constantly reassure yourself and be kind to yourself and tell yourself that, listen, I am where I am and I'm where I need to be. Um, and, and this is the, I'm, at, I'm where I am at the right time, at the right place. Um, and let me just do with do what I can with the space. Um, and it's something that sometimes as people with, I don't want to say as people with lack of confidence, because we don't have lack of confidence. Yeah. We just are at different levels of our confidence. I don't believe that someone has a lack of confidence. You can find someone that is just really, 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 really believes in themselves. And there's people that, well, in one different stream, but there's people that believe in themselves in different stream, different yeah dreams of different ways um, and so we can't discredit them and say that they don't have confidence they just have it in something else yeah. um so I think 
it's also just just being kind to yourself and acknowledging your limitations your constraints and what you can and can't do and also just learning a lot about ourselves i feel like over the past maybe three four years i've had to learn so much about myself um, mm. and that has helped me so much also with taking up spaces because i'm just like this is me this is what i do and if then the space doesn't allow me to do this and be this obviously then i'm going to feel less confident but then i'm also then challenging myself to be like okay how do i then still if it's very important to me how do i still gauge in that in that space in a meaningful way without losing my confidence and if it's not some if it's something that i feel like is not even worth it then it's just taking a step back and being like this is not this is not for me yeah sometimes you need to acknowledge that not everything is for us not everything is for us sometimes you need to just take a step back and be like okay this yeah it's going to do more to me my confidence my everything if i'm pushing it and it's not for me um rather just then take a step back and reflect and do something that is more meaningful for you because as well that's how we even spoke about it earlier on when we touched on just like what are you passionate about and you find that your passion your confidence um is much more higher when you are passionate about something as opposed to just you doing it for um to tick boxes and with all of that said i'd just like to remind you that you're highly blessed highly favored and highly flavored